أمرت أن أقاتل الناس حتى يشهدوا أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله ويقيموا الصلاة ويؤتوا الزكاة فإذا فعلوا ذلك عصموا مني دماءهم وأموالهم إلا بحق الإسلام وحسابهم على الله رواه البخاري ومسلم النووي رحمه الله تعالى منشن دائث حديث in his compilation the 40 hadith Arba'ina Nawawiyah with the shuruh of the A'immah some of the ulama of the Sunnah he says in this 8th uh, hadith that it was reported on, on the authority of Abdullah ibn Umar on the authority of Abdullah ibn Umar عن, that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallama he said umirtu an uqatilan nas I have been ordered to fight against the people until they testify that there is none worthy of worshipped worship except Allah and that Muhammad وسلم, is the messenger of Allah is the messenger of Allah الصلاه, and that they establish the prayer and that they establish the zakat, yani they pay the zakat. فَإِذَا فَعَلُوا ذَلِكْ And if they were to do that, عَصَمُوا مِنِّي دِمَاءَهُمْ وَأَمْوَالَهُمْ They have gained protection from me for their lives and their property, yani their wealth. إِلَّا بِحَقِّ الْإِسْلَامِ وَحِسَابُهُمْ عَلَى اللَّهِ Except, yani they do those acts that are punishable in Islam and their reckoning therein is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Regarding this uh, amazing hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we will inshallah deal with a few points, taken from the shuruhat of the imma of the scholars as it relates to this narration point number one and that is that this hadith is an Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhu and Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhu we've done his tarjima before he's the sahabi ibn sahabi <coughs> companion the son of a companion, a firm adherer to the Sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and was from the most frequent narrators on Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, 
عز العلماء يقولون كان من المكثرين كان من المكثرين he was from those sahabi uh, those narrators that narrated plentifully عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم point number two and that is that he said that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he said أمرت أن أقاتل الناس أمرت أن أقاتل الناس that I have been ordered to fight the people يعني أمرت here أمرت is I have been ordered and the definition of Al-Amr as is understood and mentioned by the ulama of Usul is Talabul Fil Yani the uh, requesting or uh, naam, the request of a fail, the request of an action ala wajil isti'la Talabul Fi'li ala waj al isti'la that is requesting uh, an action to be done or performed by one who is more superior this is al-amr a command and that is because this al-isti'la is that request by someone who is more superior and therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and in this is uh, a, a benefit of a tawheed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is superior and he subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so therefore it shows that the Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is from the ibadullah is from the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala khayrul abd the best slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but he was commanded by Allah ala wajhil isti'ilah but one that is more superior. Whereas, if an individual command or requested by someone who is less than them, this is called dua. This is called dua. That an individual he requests, and with a fil amr, with an imperative. For example, an individual says, Allah dini. Allah dini. Allah Dini Oh Allah guide me Ya Allah Urzukni Oh Allah provide for me This is a command It is an Amr But it's an Amr Min man Talab al-Amr Min man huwa Fawqahu And this is seeking a request By someone who From someone who is more superior From someone who is more superior And this is called Dua That's the difference here the Amr, uh, the Amr, yani the command is by one who is more superior. Who is more superior. So we have the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the commands of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As for a dua, this is a request. Talab al-Amr or a request yani in the form of an imperative or command by one who or from one who is more superior. So we... Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with an imperative verb, give. With an imperative verb, guide. With an imperative verb, provide. Na'am, what this imperative uh, context here is a request from, what, from one who is more superior 
and that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's point number two, Umir two. Talabul fi'li ala wajil isti'la. Having a requ the, um, the request by someone who is more superior. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has requested and commanded the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as he mentioned, Umir two. Umir two. And a benefit in, this, in addition here, we can mention uh, and in this point number two, Umir two, is that it is mentioned in the passive tense it is mentioned in the passive tense a that the fa'il the one that is commanding is not mentioned so the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said umirtu i have been commanded and this is used because it's known that the one who commands the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the passive tense grammatically umirtu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who commanded Allah on the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Umirtu an uqatil al-nas Hatta yashhadu Point number three And that is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said I've been commanded to fight the people Hatta yashhadu Until they testify that there's none that deserves to be worshipped illallah except Allah in reality, and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah. Now, here, Barakallahu Feek, shows the ahmiyat of a tawheed, the importance of a tawheed, and the importance of the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is the shahadatan. And this is the two testification. And this is the rukun al-awwal. And this is the first pillar of al-Islam. As is mentioned in another hadith, previous hadith, and Abdullah uh, ibn Umar, radiyallahu ta'ala'an, bunya al-Islam ala al-Khams, shahadati an la ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad rasulullah, al-Hadith, the hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar, previously, so this is the third mentioning of the Rukunayn, or the Arkan, some of the Arkan, and the Rukun al-Awwal, the, the first pillar, is the testification that there's none that deserves to be worshipped, in reality, except Allah. Naam, this shows the importance of a tawheed and importance of this testification. And that is that this deen, this is the deen of Al-Islam. لَأَنَّهُ دِينُ اللَّهِ الَّذِي اِخْتَارَهُ لِعِبَادِهِ This is why the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam be ordered to fight until that is established. Because it's the deen of Allah, the religion of Allah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for mankind to, to, to practice. There is no true religion. There is no religion. There is no worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except through the deen of al-Islam. The religion that is with Allah is al-Islam. And whoever seeks other than Islam as a religion, it is not accepted. So this shows here, ya ikhwatil kiram, the ahmiyat of al-Islam. And the ahmiyat, the importance of al-Islam. And the importance of the sunnah. And the importance of a tawheed. Naam. Hatta yashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadar rasulullah. And then the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, wa yuqimu salah. And this is 
the second pillar this is the second pillar and that is establishing the prayer establishing this beautiful act of worship it shows the loftiness of this ibadah the ibadah of a salah the prayer and that is that the individual he establishes the prayer and that he prays and he establishes the salah according to how it has been legislated in the sharia yani in the quran and in the sunnah now this is the second pillar mentioned again to show its ahmiyyah and then point number four is that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentions where you to zakah that until they give charity until they give charity zakah and this barakallahu feekum zakah is karina to lis salah and this is the partner of a salah and in that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in many places in the quran a salah and has mentioned soon after it as zakat straight after it as zakat and that is because as zakat uh charity is ibadatul maliyah it's a worship pertaining to giving wealth and as salah is ibadatul badaniyah it is the worship of the limbs actions performing actions and both affairs are very important in the ibadah both of these affairs are fundamental in ibadah which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions them in uh, next to each other in a lot of places in the Quran now as for salah in salata tanha anil fahsha wal munkar and as for salah it prevents verily the salah prevents one from falling into lewd acts and sins it's a protection and the zakat is the zakat of the mal. Zakki uh, malak. Purify your wealth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided. And that wealth is the right of the one that is asking and the poor. And in their wealth, it's the right of the sail, the one who is asking. والمحروم, and the one that is too shy to ask the poor the fuqara as is mentioned in the hadith of Ab, uh, Abdullah ibn Abbasin radiyallahu anhuma where the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the Yemen, when he sent Mu'adh to Yemen to call the people to Tawheed and then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and if they obey you in that regard and tell them that Allah has prescribed for them five prayers in the day and in the night and if they obey you then then teach them that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has, has uh, legislated a zakat that that wealth taken from their rich and given to the poor and given to the poor 
نعم وفي أموالهم حق للسائل والمحروم. So this is يا إخوتي الكرام. The third pillar has an ahamiya. It has a benefit in that it, it purifies the wealth of the individual and in that it aids the sa'il wal mahroom and it aids the, the fuqara, the masakin, the poor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, described in the Quran and in the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. So the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in this hadith the ahmiya of a salah, mentioning it after tawheed and the ahmiyyati of zakat, mention it in partnership with zakat, that these are the three things. يُقَاتِلُ النَّاسِ حَتَّى يَشْهَدُوا Until they testify, and la ilaha illallah, wa anna muhammadan rasulullah, wa yuqimu salah, wa yutu zakat. Naam. Mention these three pillars, the pillar of shahada, and the pillar of salah, and the pillar of zakat. Even though we know that the baqiyat al-arkan al-islam, is obligatory that the remaining pillars of Islam like as Siyam, Shah Ramadan, and Hajj al Bayt al Haram, Manisatailahi Sabila, and the, the, the pilgrimage to the Haram, Yani, to, to, to Mecca to perform Hajj, we know that this is obligatory. Lakin, Hadihi Thalath, these three, the Shahada of Muhammad, Shahada of La ilaha illallah, Wa Anna Muhammad Rasulullah, and as Salah. Prayer and a zakat, heal asasat. These are the fundamentals. These are the fundamentals of Islam. For shahadatan asasu tawheed. And that is that the shahada of La ilaha illallah wa Muhammad Muhammad Rasulullah, these, this shahada, this is the fundamental of all fundamentals. And this is the asas tawheed. This is the fundamental of tawheed. Wasalatu asas al al And the prayer is the fundamental of the actions and the limbs. All of the worships pertaining to actions and limbs uh, fall under this fundamental as salah. Wasakatu asas al al And the zakat and giving charity is the fundamental action of giving wealth so all types of wealth that is used to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the ibadat comes under this amazing fundamental of a zakat comes under this amazing fundamental of a zakat hatta yashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadar rasulullah wa yuqimu salah wa yutu zakat these three are the three fundamentals these are the pillars, the fundamental pillars of all of the affairs and ibadat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنِّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I have not created the man إِلَّا يَعْبُدُونَ I have not created the mankind and jinn except to establish worship, ibadah. Naam. And that ibadah, ya ikhwatil karam, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in this hadith the most important three types of ibadat that he sallallahu alaihi wasallam has been commanded to fight the people until they establish this and testify this now point number five or six i've lost count and that is the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said 
asamu minni dima'ahum wa amwalahum Here the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said and if they do that yani the above the shahada the three fundamentals and that is the salah a zakah a tawhid shahada and a salah and a zakah if they establish this if they do this and establish it then they have gained protection from me their wealth is protected and their lives are protected their blood is protected and this shows you that the fundamental affair that, 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 that these takfiris fail to understand or pretend to not understand is that jihad is about tawheed it's about tawheed it's about ibadah and the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, فَإِذَا فَعَلُوا ذَلِكَ أَصَمُوا مِنِّي دِمَاءَهُمْ وَأَمْوَالَهُمْ If they do that, then their blood and their lives are protected. It shows that the jihad that is from the, 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 the legislation of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is that which is for the kalimatullahi and takuna aliyah. And that the, the, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is fundamental and, 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 and prevails all. And he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said in this hadith that if this is established and if this, these three um, affairs which are connected to the ibadah and worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are established, then they, are, they have protection. But as for the takfiris, their understanding is understanding of politics and siyasa. Their understanding is politics and siyasa. And that is not from the da'wah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not call to politics. The Messenger called to Tawheed. All of the Anbiya, they called to Tawheed. Umirtu, he's been commanded. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him. Naam, as for these takfiris and the khawarij, their call is based upon politics, gaining land, and gaining wealth. And this is not from the call of the Anbiya. And in that they, 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 they spill blood unlawfully. In that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not legislated. They have no sultan to do so. They have no authority to do so. And that is because they are opposing the da'wah of the Rusul. And they are opposing the call of the messengers. Alayhi salatu wasalam. Kama qala subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةِ رَسُولًا أَنِ اِعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَاجْتَنِبُ الطَّاغُوتِ they sent to every messenger or to every nation a messenger telling them to worship Allah alone and stay away from false deities. We, the prophets, are brothers. Our mothers are different, but our da'wah and our call is one. Their call is one, and that call is to tawheed. That call is to establish the ibadah. And that is the principal fundamental benefit that is taken from this hadith. فَإِذَا فَعَلُوا ذَلِكَ أَصَمُوا مِنِّي If they establish that ibadah, then they have the protection. And this is the manhaj al nabuwa the methodology of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. Now, after this we mentioned some general benefits uh, that we can take <clears throat> from this uh, hadith just just some points to summarize that which uh, has been mentioned it's a it's a it's a hadith with with uh, uh, succinct wording 
but with profound meanings. And in reality, books and volumes and shuruhat have been written in order to explain the likes of this hadith. So we just take a little, inshallah, snippet of some benefits that we can get from this hadith. Number one, general benefits now, <clears throat> is that in it it shows the importance of the shahada. That in this hadith it shows the importance of the shahada. And that shahada has to be bil-lisani wal-qulub. It has to be with, in, by the heart and by the tongue. But that of course that we, barakallahu feekum, <coughs> can bear witness to is that with the tongue as for that which is the heart for his album for his uh, uh is, is, is between him or her and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala point number two it shows the importance of a salah and the importance of establishing the salah establishing the pillars establishing the wajibat establishing the conditions the shurut of a salah and in this requires ilm requires knowledge that we must have in order to establish this salah because as salah the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam says we yuqimu salah and establish the prayer yani establish everything that is surrounding the rulings as it pertains to its obligation etc and from that includes the jama'ah and the the the, the healthy uh, man non-traveler in praying in congregation with the Muslims. Benefit number three, general benefits, again, is the importance of a zakah, and that is giving charity. And this is the social aspect that is mentioned in this hadith, in that the poor are, uh, are looked after and the balance has been established. And this is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to deal with affairs of zakah, of the zakat al-mal, of, uh, of wealth pertaining to money, gold and silver and likewise <clears throat> um, land and properties and, and cattle and so forth benefit number four and that is that it shows the, uh, the ahamiya of focusing on the, the affairs ibadat al-qalbiyyah that the, the worship of the heart and the worship of the tongue as it relates to the shahada and the worship of uh, the limbs as it relates to a salah and the worship of one's wealth regarding one's wealth as it, re as it relates to a zakat and giving in charity benefit number five that we can take from this hadith is that the the, the messenger وسلم, when he fought and he did uh, jihad and he performed a jihad it was for the affair of a tawheed it was not for the affair of politics it was not for the affair of gaining uh, 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 wealth but rather is for the Tawheed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worshipped alone with no partners in the Ard, in the earth benefit number 6 that we can take from this hadith and that is that the killing of the Muslim is haram and that is that the wealth of the Muslim and the blood of the Muslim is haram and that ya ikhwati al-kiram is that Islam came with duriyat al-khamsa and that is that the Islam came to protect <coughs> four, uh, five fundamental necessities of man. Uh, the first necessity is a deen, and that is religion. Man is in need of religion. Man is in need to worship. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
has sent the Messenger وسلم, with Al Islam completed, perfect, without no decrease. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He said, Aliyoma kamil tu lakum dinakum wa atmam tu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum l'islam adina. Today I have completed, you have perfected your religion and completed my favors upon you and I have chosen Islam as a religion. As the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he will send rahmatan lil alameen as a mercy to mankind. And in that mercy is the need of man to have a deen, to have a religion, to have religiosity. And that religiosity is that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated and commanded. And that is al-Islam. The second necessity is life. And that is that, that life is precious. And that life is needed, is a necessity, that that is preserved. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And do not kill yourselves, because verily Allah is with you merciful. And in this hadith, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Naam, asamu minni dima'ahum, that their blood is protected. And that's what the deen of Islam, the da'wah of the Rusul, of the Anbiya came to protect also, in addition, to protect the, uh, the, the, the human life uh, from being murdered, from murder, unlawful killings, and so forth. The third is the aql. The third necessity is the aql. And that aql here, the, the deen came to preserve that and protect the aql, the intellect. Which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made alcohol haram. Which is why the, the, the ijma' of the salaf is that one does not listen to the people of bid'ah because verily it will corrupt the mind. And that the individual, he purifies his mind from bid'ah, purifies it from alcohol, purifies his mind from uh, uh, marijuana and all types of drugs. You know, the deen of al-Islam, it came, came to protect one's aql. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated his legislations in order to establish this protection and this preservation. The fourth is al-mal, wealth, and that is that every individual will no doubt admit <coughs> that protection of one's wealth is a necessity. And Al-Islam came with that. And it's mentioned here in this hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar. Where the Messenger where the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that that their blood is protected and their wealth. And their wealth. And that's because it's a darura. It's a necessity. That man ha- that, 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 that man meant that man has, and that is that their wealth is protected. And likewise, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has legislated al-bay, Allah has legislated uh, transaction, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has made uh, riba usury and interest haram. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He said that He has made business transaction halal, and has made riba haram and that the deen came to protect it and in this hadith is a major benefit that this occurs wadururatul khamisa and this is the uh, uh, the the arad the honor of man the honor of man and that is that the man's honor is preserved in that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
has legislated the legislation regarding to nikah. So therefore, when a man is with a woman, and it's known, it is known that he does ilan, he um, he uh, informs the people that he is married. So then his honor is preserved, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has prohibited uh, uh, backbiting, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has prohibited uh, namima. And the Messenger وسلم, has mentioned in many a hadith the threat against the Namam and the punishment of the grave for the Namam, for the one who uh, spreads tales and lies and buhutan. Naam. And likewise, some of the ulama have mentioned the durura of Al Nasal. They've mentioned the six, and that is Al Nasal, yani lineage. And that's why. Lineage, A being that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has preserved the lineage and protected the lineage of man because it's a necessity that man holds on to their lineage. From that is the prohibition of fornication. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Do not go close to fornication. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated nikah, marriage, regarding this affair to preserve the nasal so a man knows who his father is and a woman knows who his father is and they know who their mothers are. And there is no doubt in that because of the legislation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated. And within this hadith, the Messenger وسلم, established the durura of the deen with the shahada, the durura of the wealth, and the durura necessity of one's life in this amazing hadith of Rasulullah. And with that, we conclude. Uh, a short ta'ala, hopefully clear uh, explanation of this hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhu anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam maqal umirtu an uqatil al-nas hatta yashadu an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammad al-rasulullah wa yuqimu salata wa yu'tu al-zakaa fa idha fa'alu thalika asamu minni dima'ahum wa amwalahum illa bihaqil al-islam وحسابهم على الله تعالى نعم وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين